you know, make your learn how to make your money work for it. Like we so scared, and I say we, I'm saying our people as far as minorities. Like we'll go blow money just to show what we have and something that can get taken away and What's going on, hustlers? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. Starring Graham Hustle and Hustle Gang Chris. We got some fire dropping tonight, man. So today, we got a special guest. You know, the Stock Whisperer. What's going on, man? Man, what's happening? How you doing? Uh, you know, uh, the OTC market is red, but I'm breathing, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> hey, before we get into it, let me just say I'm a, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Like in in many ways, it, it got me back rejuvenated in certain areas of my life. You know, what I'm saying just reevaluating and make it's easy to get comfortable when you get to a certain status. You know, what I'm saying so it's good to to hear fresh voices, fresh ideas, and like I tell people, I say. You know, the greatest tree planters, you know what I'm saying, sometimes they don't see the trees that's being planted. It's it's later down the line. I believe what y'all done what y'all doing, many people might not appreciate it now, but in due time it's all gonna come to fruition, man. So keep it up. Man, appreciate that. You know, and it means a lot, you know, coming from me. Like I said, we talked before I started and I kinda hit Chris up like, Hey, my my dog stock whisper said, Man, just run with it. Just do it and figure it out later. And I remember the first one we put out, the first episode, you remember Chris? We was in the room, we had the music playing. I I, I mean it was a little ghetto, but it was cool though. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was uh organic and natural though. It wasn't scripted or nothing. It was just us having a conversation. And I did go back and cut that part out when I li- listened to it, like, whoa, I mean at least the audio could at least been, you know, bowls and not I don't know what speakers them was. They were terrible. Um but I remember hitting you like, Man, what you think? I think I messed up with the editing, and you were like, "Just go with it. You'll get better with it. Just keep going." So, and, and then I said, "When you the support, the support, uh, and the certain stuff I say in certain uh, episodes, where you run it back, I know you listen to the whole episode." And I'm like, "Oh man, that's fire!" So it means a lot to me. Um, and if you guys don't know, my first official podcast was on the Stock Whispers platform, and man, ever since I did that, when I felt it was so fire, it was just a regular conversation that I've been trying to top that episode here. I don't know if I could do it, but we got you here, so maybe we could top it now. Um, <laughs> but we're wasting no more time, man. So just to get right into it, man, I'll, you tell them about yourself, and we go from there. Shoot, I go by the stock whisper, man. I, I'm real big in the stock market. My passion is the OTC. It's the penny stock. You know, I, I trade the big, big boards. I day trade the big boards, small cap pennies, all that stuff. But I'm real passionate about the OTC and and pretty much is because just growing up, most of the people around me don't have a lot of money, you know, and, uh, and or, or grew up hustlers. So the stock market, especially OTC, allows you to, to take risks without having to use a lot of money to grow your account, you know. And and from there, it's just finding what works, what didn't work. And, and, and I just start helping people as a... After I caught COVID and I started thinking about my own legacy, right? It's like, what you, what you want to leave? Because, you know, for a minute, shoot, I thought I was about to die. You know, I land on the floor for like three days, didn't move. And was like, man, if I die, if I die today, what would I be leaving the world? You know what I'm saying? And then and I, I really didn't have nothing to leave. You know, it, you know, I, old lady might get some, some life insurance money and, and things like that. But when it comes to your, your impact of like 
what are you leaving the world? I, I didn't have anything. So that's what inspired me, uh, along with just helping two, two guys that I'm close with, with, with stocks, you know, and just seeing them grow. It was like, if, if they're learning from this, I need to put this out to everyone else. So I just went with it. Uh, but yeah, so you did bring up investing. You brought up the different types of investing. How long have you been investing? Shoot, I've been probably doing the, the market. It has to be over 10 years, you know, when I took it seriously. I was introduced to it young. But, you know, when you're young, you you like, I got time, you know. <laughs> and so as I got older and you start, you start realizing, like, man, those around me, when you, when you start thinking about those who truly got money, they not working two or three jobs. They not putting out 80, 90 hours physically. And it's like, something's not adding up. And then fortunately enough, it was, <clears throat> I was able to uh, come across some people and just how you are when I speak to you and you, you're adept to listening, I did the same and, and, and dove into the market from there. So you started out with OTC. Did you start out with the big boards? And if you're listening and don't, OTC is penny stocks. That's the smaller companies, as he was saying. And then big boards would be like your Apple and Disney and some of the the big names on TV. Yeah. So I started off. I started off OTC. Okay. Um, I didn't have a lot of money, you know. Yeah. I had a few thousand here and there, and then as I worked, uh, I started getting in that mindset of before I go spend it, let me flip it and see what I can make out come out of it. And then from there, just continually grow and grow and grew and grew more and more. But yeah, I started off definitely OTC. Uh, it was just easier to just take risks, right? It's like take take those risks with smaller companies. And a lot of them earlier on when OTC, before the SEC rules came into effect, it was like, you can put it in there, forget about it, uh, and then come back to it and then move without even knowing. So it just gave you that time and that flexibility ability to figure it out without having a lot of money and you see rapid gains okay so for for everybody who's listening um who's never traded before and want to get started um when you say you didn't have a lot of money um the question is going to come how much do they need to start everybody <laughs> asks that question they yeah. always come back to that dollar amount like yeah. what do i need <laughs> i i tell people all the time when you're starting off especially with penny stocks you don't, I mean, you can start off, I think most brokerages that are legit make you put 500 in there. Uh, I knew one uh, one woman, she started off with like a thousand and one of her first two took her over almost a million dollars with the penny stocks because it ran so massive in a short period of time. So penny stocks give you that flexibility of like, hey, I don't need a lot of money starting off. I just need to figure out a process that works for me and repeat it over and over and over again. So, but ideally the more money you have, the more flexibility you have as far as diversifying that people don't realize, but starting off, you just gotta, you know, figure out what works for you, master a process and then repeat it over and over again. Yeah. And that's and okay. just, uh, right. so uh, I, I, I'll go ahead. G. I didn't mean, I just want to say to, you know, add on to what you're saying. My biggest win in the market, OTC wise, well, my biggest win in the market period it was five hundred dollars starting out, and uh, got me a little pretty penny. <laughs> um, it ran like he said though. It ran, and it was like you know, um, the five hundred dollars. Like I, and, and kind of how we already saying, I took the risk. It was five hundred dollars. Let me just take the risk. Did minimum research. Um, I accidentally, you know, made six thousand, seven thousand off five hundred dollars by accident. 
not really doing the research is not, you know, just in a, I say all that to say you can't do that with the big boards because two, two, two shares of Apple is going to be like 400. So, <laughs> so if it do run $20, you're not going to, you're not going to make what I make or what I made. Uh, but go ahead, Chris. Okay. Yeah. We'll come back to that conversation. I know we, uh, we always talk about that. Um, but back to, so after I get my $500, right. When you say brokerage, I mean, a lot of people listening to our podcast probably don't know what that is. So can you tell them what brokerage, what brokerage is, um, which one do you recommend? Which one do you use and where can they find this set? Uh, well, as far as brokerages, I got an episode um, where I talk about it, but it's hard to recommend any. I'm going to tell you this. The brokerages I use is TD Ameritrade and E-Trade. I said mm-hmm. it's hard to recommend any because you got to find a brokerage that, that works with your trading style or the path you're going to go. Like there's a ton of brokerages. Some are um, some some actually allow you to short penny stocks. Like I think like Cobra's for one, but the fees and stuff are much higher. Whereas E-Trade allow you to short small cap pennies and not OTC pennies. People don't realize penny stocks is actually $5 and not, right? A lot of times people just think one or two cent or even less than a penny, right? In the trips, but pennies is actually $5 or less. Um, as far as brokerages that I, I personally like, I like E-Trade and Ameritrade. They, they've never done me dirty. Um, they work for me as far as my flexibility to trade big board, small cap pennies and OTC pennies. Um, so, yeah, that, those are the two that I personally like. Now, a brokerage company is pretty much an investment vehicle that allows you to invest in stock. Like you can't just say I got five hundred dollars and I want to go buy a stock without having where to invest that money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what a brokerage company in short really is. But uh, on the podcast that I have on It's Just Pennies, I break all that down. It's like an audio book. Uh, so I try to anticipate either questions that people will ask or have asked, and I just break them down topic for topic. So if you want to know as far as additional information with brokers, I definitely say listen to that. It's one of the earlier episodes. And, and when we write this one out with the description, yeah, we write this out with the description. The link will be in there to the Stock Whisper. Um, like he said, he literally made an ebook, ninety nine episodes, <laughs> to get you everything you need to do. Um, what else Still you got? Going. Still and, and consistent, man. Big consistent. Uh, what other questions you got, Chris? Anything? Um, so, for those who want to start, um, just give us a little glimpse of your daily routine. Um, and how much time are you putting in? So give us a glimpse of your daily routine and then like, how do, how do we know what to buy? How do we know where to find these OTC stocks? Um, and it's, it's stuff of that nature. Okay. Good question. Um, my, let's go, let's go to the first one. My routine, my routine is a little bit different because I'm just obsessed with the stock market in general. So I'll probably typically I'll wake up at the market. I wake up at three or four in the morning. Because uh, what people don't realize is that Webull is actually able to trade early. So, but Webull only allows you to trace uh, small cap pennies and big board. So, since I like to trade those as well, I'm finding and understanding the range, what's moving, why it's moving, trying to just read the news plays. In between there, I'm also, I like to use uh, Scans. Scans is a, a trading service that uh, gives you OTC news. 
So I'm going through the news just based on my experience and just reading the news. Uh, and this is three, four or five in the morning. Uh, I'm central time. So market don't open with, for OTC until 8.30. So I'm, I'm already putting three to five hours in of research prior to uh, the market even opening. Now, I do do that because the average person can't do it. So what I try to do is help them with some of the DD, some of the research by providing on a telegram on Twitter, just my thoughts about a stock. Ultimately, it's like I'm taking them to the plates and saying, here's your buffet. Now you pick which one you like, which one you want to eat, and you figure out why. As far as, so that's my routine. When a market open, what I normally, well, before the market open, the other thing I do is I look at what I'm holding. And I like to research and make sure why I'm holding it is still why I'm holding it. You know, that keeps me grounded when things are dipping, when things are ripping, as far as why I'm in this stock. Like if I expect a bigger game, the dips don't bother me too much. It about it bothers me more, and we can get to that today more as far as because I know it impacts others and everyone's tolerance is different. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to OTC, I'm constantly researching. And I don't trade it as like every day. I'm more of a buy, long-term hold or swing. Now, with my day trades, that's where the research I've done in the morning pays off because I like to look for range plays with a lot of volume. And then you identify the patterns. So when the big boards open up, which normally pre-market is always two hours before based on your brokerage, if you're not using Webull, um, that's when I like to do my day trades as far as see as far as see patterns because a, a, a thousand or two a day is still twenty to forty thousand a month extra. So here you go, Whew. man! You <laughs> drop so much so fast. Look, I'm over here ready to get into it. Like, yeah, you, look, we we at the buffet. We already had our waters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We already wiped our plate. You know, we, we already took a little salad at the start. So you said you 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 broke it now. You said you get up. Four to five hours before the market opens. And I think if you didn't hear anything else and you're listening so far, because we're just getting started. My man gets up four to five hours before the market opens. So I say all that to say, because the first thing someone would probably say if they don't know you is, well, he probably don't have no kids or he probably my man is a full time father, too. So. <laughs> so, I mean, four boys, uh, wife. I mean, and I say all that to say. And I seen when you reposted, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. It really comes down to how bad you want it. Um, Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. And I was going to stop, but I wanted you to finish. You get up four to five hours. You do all this work to build your legacy and to, you know, feed your family and do what you actually love doing. But then you use your channels, the Telegram channel, the the Twitter, uh, even some of your social media, you throw things in and out. And you do it all. And in the world of all of these culture vultures and these people who just started, you know, riding GameStop wave, charging all this money, you do it all for free. Why do you do it for free? Because the it's bigger than me. It's bigger than money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do it for the people that I grew up with. Like, the, the cats who, if you got 2000 the last thing I want you to do is pay 2000 on a course. You ain't got no money in invest. And plus, I believe in, you know, good karma. So I might not benefit from putting you on, 
and say you make certain amount of money, but I would like to think that if you saw one of my kids struggling, you might look out. Like there's seeds and that's being planted, not just for me, but for things in the future. And a lot of times we get caught up in now and how can we make money? How can we make monetize it right now that your impact should be greater than this moment right now? You know what I'm saying? And like I was reading one of Russell Simmons books and he talks about you use your gift for free so much until the big wigs, the people with the, the billions come after you and that's, they're going to pay you to stop. You know, and, and that resonated with me where it's like, you know, it ain't about me making money off my peers. Like, it's about my peers feeding their family and then they feeding their family. Because if we can take a handful of cats who used to, who used to taking penitentiary, penitentiary chances, now taking chances on the market, and they figure out what works for them, and they pass it down to their kids or their family, they just change their, their family curses, the trajectory, their legacy, simply off just some basic knowledge that's already out there. We just never been exposed to it. And so that's why I do it for free. And, and man, you hit a thousand more things there with the uh, penitentiary chances. I was actually talking to my brother today um, and I was explaining to him that I believe because we was talking about stocks. He was over here. We was watching CNBC. And a lot of times during the day, if I'm doing some work you know, in the office, I just keep CNBC on. Even if I'm not totally listening, if I'm looking back, I'm seeing the ticker scrolling because it's interesting. And I'm telling him, like, you know, it's more science to it. But, you know, if you're from the streets or if you have any kind of running, you already mastered the easiest thing. Buy low and sell high. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not even that, though. To me, people don't realize. And I think it's more because it's something new. The best traders, in my opinion, if they were committed, would be the street cats. Yes. Because most successful street cats are the most disciplined. Yes. And then in the stocks, the most best daily traders are the ones that's not chasing everything, but they're the ones who are most disciplined. And it goes hand in hand, but we fear something new. That skill. Yes. Right? And it's easy to pay somebody else to do it for us. But if we paying them, we also gonna try to blame them where it's our own money and we gotta start taking accountability of that. Yeah. All right, so when people ask me how do you start, I always bring up big boards at first. For the familiarity purposes, hey, your son watches, you know, Coco Melon and he plays on Roblox. Start there. Just start there and just kind of dig into it. And I kind of explain how you look at the charts to try to get a good buy in for a long term. And, and the first question, I'm sure Chris get this question a lot also is when I'm going to make some money on it and how long it take to make some money on it. <laughs> so that's the big question. So it's, it's all timing. Good question. So it really comes down to timing. Uh it also determines on what you're playing. Are you playing something for a day or are you planning for a longer hope? Uh, if I'm buying something for a day, I plan on making money on it that day, but I'm also asking, I have to be that disciplined too to find an entry point, right? So I have to find a style, like I found a style that works for me based on certain charts when it comes to the big point. I have to stay disciplined. When I don't stay disciplined, nine times out of 10, I, I lose and I get burned. You know, and now it's like, uh, it's like missing a layup. Like, bro, all I had to do was focus and lock in and, <laughs> and it go. But as far as, you know, with making money, it's it's about the timing. Ideally, there's stocks right now that I've been in that someone got in and they've lost. But it's, it's the 
timing of the market, regardless if it's big board, small cap, panties, or OTC. But it's funny that people say that because I say, I was telling a gentleman, I said, I find it funny that people get discouraged when they're, the stocks aren't going, you know, in their favor, or they might feel like, you know, they have these unrealized losses because you don't lose until you sell. But they will work for a company until they're 65, 70, and you didn't lost all this time because you didn't want to take certain risks and you didn't want to be disciplined. So you're putting your some money, right, on this short-term lease, but you put your time on a long-term lease that you're devoting to a company. So just food for thought. Man. <laughs> About retirement age is 65. Average person lives to 72. Average African male, African American male, lifespan is shorter, shorter than 72. And if you got a wife and kids, it's even shorter because most of us is grinding so hard, we're not taking care of our bodies. So, you know, with our bodies is failing us. We got we gotta flip it. We gotta take the money that we're making before we go buy the Louis Gucci. Before and I used to tell you about that. Before you go buy something, go invest it. If you lose, so what? And people are like it's easy for you to say that now. It's easy for me to say that back then, too, because, one, if I lose the money, it's a tax write-off, right? I can claim it on my taxes as a lower bracket. But through those, through those losses, I'm learning what works and what don't work. So I'm paying market tuition. So that's why I get a little upset now because I pay certain market tuition to help others avoid it. And yet it's just our will to see to go against the grain to figure out all that. (laughs) But I'm trying to help people saying, look, I, I did that. So you don't have to go do that. You know what I'm saying? And and go from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and I think, and and I always use that even when I speak now, um, you know, cause, and if you've been listening for a while, I never get a lot in the weeds and stocks because I do invest in it. I do dabble, but I'm not fully invested as I am when it comes to budgeting keeping debt to a minimum and just actually learning the basics, but I'm getting there. And when I get there, we're going to, but I won't never have that full blown conversation. I know what I know, but then I always bring the experts in. But I tell people all the time, like, you know, my mentor, the stock whispering, when we first started talking about stocks, 2016, 17, and you said, Hey, before I go buy those Jordans, I put that money in the market. If I lose, I lose it. Majority of the time I'm at least double it some way down the line. So then this, the market paid for those Jordans. And I kept that in my mind, even though sometimes I didn't put it in the market. I just bought it. But moving along, <laughs> and like I say all the time, sometimes investments come in different avenues. It's not always the market. But I have invested certain dollars in certain things and, you know, utilize those profits because Stock Whisperer told me a long time ago to pay myself first. So I do have a good time with the proceeds from that. And, and as you've seen over the weekend, I was, you know, part of my, my cousins in Jersey and it wasn't nothing. It was just a good night. Right. But I put it on the caption, like, thanks to the market for the bottle because I, I paid myself first. Right. So it was in, in some people's eyes is, you know, and I, I always try to be transparent. He talks about money, talks about saving money, but he buys Louis Gucci. He's in the club buying bottles. But you have to look at it deeper in the things that I'm telling. It, it is OK to do those things if you are doing the other things first. When I get money, I try to buy more money first and then I look at other stuff. And I think once we kind of get that to the people, because what happens, and it's not necessarily us, but some of the people who are on bigger platforms who started last March during the pandemic, you know, they ain't really real. Uh, 
clowns, you feel what I'm saying? But what they normally do is they make a big, I, I hate when people get to a certain level, whether they use their stock market or real estate or just strict financial budget and one primary income, they get to a certain level and they talk down on people and the things that they like to do. Um, and, and it really like, you can still do those things if you have everything in line. There's nothing wrong with throwing, like we talked about that one time, Chris, with Offset or whoever, one of them rappers giving his daughter a $300,000 watch. Like, the dude, is, it, there's nothing to him. Y'all worrying about yeah. the wrong stuff. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with that when you have those proceeds because they got to understand that 300000 for one of them is, is, is $2 for us. So, and I think, ah, we ain't getting on that today. I was going to rant. Uh, which, <laughs> what you got, Chris? <laughs> Oh man, I'm just sitting here, um, really soaking up gems, man. Uh, for those who listening, it's it's priceless the the words that he's saying, um, and it's amazing um, that he's doing that for free. Cause I can't tell you one person who who doing that. Like I I I live like I follow all this. Like I I read this every day. I know every day trader, stock market person on the internet right now. Like ain't nobody giving them game out for free. And he being real with it. Um, just his perspective on it, um, I think is very understanding for those who know nothing about the market because us as colored people really don't know. And we just found, I just hold found on, out bro. a year ago. Hold on. How old are you? You said colored people, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a man said colored. <laughs> hey, man, we get, because all colors, man, it's all oh. colors, minorities. All colors. It's, it's just, you know. I be getting in my feelings about this stuff here. Yeah, because we passionate about it. And, and as he said already, um, and man, you you already touched my soul because there are days where I'm like, man, I ain't going to put out an episode this week or I ain't going to do this. But then it's like, like you said, we planting the trees that we might not see grow, but they're going to be there. Um, yeah. And, the, and you kind of how we talked about it with the stocks. Some of the stuff we talk about is timeless. It's not going to change. It's just that the inflation is going to change. The dollar is going to be worth less, but staying away from you know, all that stuff. Um so with that, uh, where are we at? Let's get back on top. We're going to go crazy. Uh, but you said, uh, hold on. What so, you got? I was going to say, you said something where there is a balance. It's, it's okay to pay yourself, but it's also delayed gratification. A lot of times we would settle for short term gratification and jeopardize our long term results. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Or, or we going to push back those long time results. And the most valuable thing is we have is time. That's it. So, it, yeah, it is okay to go buy Louis, Gucci, Jordans, take a trip here and there, but ask yourself why you're doing it. A lot of people do things because of perception, right? Yes. The perception of, I'm about to go on this trip and share it with everybody, but the reality is, I shouldn't go on it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a catch 22. It I, is. I do understand yourself, but I also believe in delayed uh, gratification for something bigger. Especially if you got, you know, bigger goals. You can't say, I don't want to work or I don't want to do something, but you ain't willing to uh, adapt and change. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I, it, it's like 10 things we talk about right now. I want to do an episode on delayed gratification. I actually watched a, uh, a sermon from T.D. Jakes on, you know, that's my that's my other mentor on Sunday. Delayed gratification. It was two hours long. So I watched an hour last Sunday and an hour this Sunday. But, man, everything he said was a lot of stuff that I believe and have repeated just you know, not the so biblical form. And that, and that and that within itself is the big thing. I think that's what it comes back to stocks also. Delayed gratification. I like what I'm doing now. I've done options. I've done big boards. I've done day trading. 
Because ultimately, when I got into the market, I said, I got some extra money to spend now. I, I've done everything I should have done to free up some cash. Um, I want to do, you know, right by the money and kind of buy back my time. But options going to give me that money back right fast. And, and I do gamble a lot in real life. So for me, it was like, this is like gambling. This is like going to the casino, baby. And you know what happens at the casino. You accidentally win sometimes. Um, I won a couple times. I'm like, this is for me. And then I just got greedy. And that account, <laughs> man. Um, so you know what happened after that? Because I never put a true effort into it. I said, oh, that ain't for me. Let me go to day trading. I found myself looking at the phone all too much because I was moving around trying to drive and, and make the trade and make sure I don't miss the trade and trying to set a stop law. I'm like, oh, God, it ain't going to work either. But then I, you know, I listened to the Stock Whisper podcast from the start where it's very, like I said, it starts with the basics. You didn't jump in and say, you know, your RSI, your volume. You didn't say nothing. The basics, the basics. And I'm like, all right. And you made a point. I can't remember which episode because you only have 99 of them. But <laughs> you made a point where you said there are certain stocks and doing your due diligence, due diligence, you know what you can wait for. Three to four month turnaround, six to eight month turnaround, one to two month, one day, couple hours. And when I started hearing that, I'm like, that makes sense. And then when I following your telegram and we're going to put all these links in the chat i'm going to share it all week because this is like this is good like this is this is worth more than gold man but uh when you started saying certain things and you would even put long-term play long-term long-term and see i don't have that emotion with the money of the stock going down and up whatever i put in it i put in it with the risk involved from the start and the due diligence but it doesn't hurt me to see it red it's just a red day you know because I've done the due diligence. You already identified that as a long-term play. Like I said, you took me to the buffet and say, these are the long-term plays. Let me make sure that they cooked it and that it's going to bake later on. And as long as I keep that in my mind, I don't even look at the, the, the market every day. I read yeah. the telegrams. I read what you put in now. But I know if I don't have the time to do like a day trade or a swing trade, I don't even look at it. Because I know some of the plays that you identified and what I have done my own research with, with what I learned from you. It's got time. Time is just waiting for us. We're just in private jet soon, baby. <laughs> I'm going to start sharing some of the big boards more, you know, like my day trade ideas for those who want to do it. Because OTC is a little slow. And right now, you know, with the market makers manipulating, manipulating things, it's, it's down, you know. So it's just a waiting game. Like, hell, I was down like 300000 a day on one of my accounts. I got several. And it was just like, at first, you know, it dawned on me, like, you know, you're like, God, dog, you're down 300 racks. But then you, you put things in perspective, like, just to be in that position, to be like, you down. Uh, they unrealized gains. So, meaning if I don't sell, you know, I'm still good. But I'm up way more than I was when I started 10 years ago and even this year. You know, I, I told people I think it's a blessing in disguise because with them trying to tax certain things, it might be God looking out for, you know, for the OTC because you can make a ton of money in it if you, you know, you master your craft and what works for you. But so it's, it's down right now and it has cycles, just like big board, just like everything else. And right now the cycles just have it where the big whiz are in control. So market's down. But while the market's down, there's still opportunity to be made, money to be made. And that's why it's important to be able to adapt, to diversify be able to trade big board, be able to trade small cap pennies while, you, you know, the OTC is at a standstill. Yeah. And, and I think, um, 
we like I said, we talked the other day where you said it too. Like you, the OTC was down. You use your same skill set, your same knowledge, and apply that to day trading on the big boards to where you're offsetting it um, and you're making it work for you. Probably doing better than some who day trade the big boards every day. But that's where the discipline comes in. And even myself, I mean, I, I'm big on diversification. But when it comes into stocks, so I'm in, I just I just got to be intentional, right? I can't look at penny stocks, day trading options, and, and futures all. I have to pick one. And I showed myself, and I think it's, I, for some reason, people think multitasking is just the best thing ever. But it, psychologically, <laughs> and even in the books, it's very, it's impossible. Um, it's, yeah. And you're going to miss a step. I hate missing steps, whether it be walking down the stairs right now, where, you know, I just hate missing steps because I hate going back. So when I, when you came out full blood, full strength, and for the record, guys, he had me in a Snapchat group since 2017 that I used to just be mad that it kept going off with all of this stuff about stock market. And I'm like, man, put me in that shit. But, but, you know, and we already spoke on that is where I pushed away because I was intentional about becoming 100% debt free first before I invested. Because me being 100% debt free before I invested allows me to not have that emotional attachment to the money. I don't look at it as, oh, M-O-N-I is down. I could have put that money on this credit card. I don't have those problems. What I do now is, shit, I don't have that credit card. Let me put some more money on M-O-N-I. So when it do blow, it's good. And I think that's the, the mindset you have to have. And it just makes a difference. And I'm looking at the OTC. It's down. It's not looking as good as it used to be. But because of the many diversification that I've done, my crypto account is going crazy. So it's like, hey, I'm still good. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna go outside and, and you know go go drop you know do a truckload or something like that with that. You do an ad for that later though, but <laughs> but, but I did the, even even the uh, crypto. I I grabbed crypto and it's at two or three thousand. So I'm 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 good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so you said crypto is in <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> I grabbed Bitcoin. Bitcoin was at two or three thousand. I want to say it was a couple years ago. It was so it took off, right? And then it had came this thing where it, it came crash. But a lot of betting sites wanted to pay you in crypto to transfer so they didn't get caught, right? So I used Coinbase and was just buying the crypto every time I did a payout. I was like, you just leave it there. Ooh. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, and for those who don't know what Bitcoin is or how much Bitcoin costs, hey, go look it up. That's your assignment. That's, That's the assignment to see what Bitcoin That's is today. Just go see where it's at. That's all I got to say. Now, yeah, so it, it all comes. It's, it's important to diversify. It's important to uh, just to be able to to do a earthquake and a, a hurricane. You know what I'm saying? Like I purposely, I have to show you, but I'm in my office right now. I probably got about. 300 exclusive shoes and every year I give them away and then I start over again because it has little value you know what I'm saying like yes I love shoes but I will give a ton of shoes away you know what I'm saying to high school kids I used to do it big time a lot in Dayton um, in Ohio but here I mostly give them to these churches where uh, so I allow kids where um, so they can go to school first the first day so I clean out my closet give clothes give shoes so the, at least the first day of school, they they fresh. Now you know, I kind of do so much, but I, I take them to this church. The church they lay them out on the table, and the families come. They grab out some shoes, some jeans, and a shirt, and, and do it. But we just gotta be willing to take a chance. The market, the market is there. It's nothing to be scared of. And even with the big boards, 
realistically, you can trade Tesla every day on the same patterns because Tesla's going to move between probably $40 and $100 every day up and down. You just find a pattern that works. Like I, to <laughs> me personally, I'll find two small cap stops. I do one blue chip stop and I have one mid cap stop. And I have them up. I had a chart and I just look at the patterns. Boom. The trade is not as hard as people think it is. It just requires you to be disciplined. And a lot of times we're not willing to be disciplined. And the stock market allows you to reflect on yourself. And if you're not really true to reevaluate who, who you are, the stock market, you're going to fail. There's no way around it. <laughs> Man, that's crazy when you brought up the Tesla play just now. Because uh, I, I seen a guy and, and that's all he traded is Tesla every day. And he's up like up 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 strictly off tesla and i'm like that's crazy um what you got chris <laughs> uh i got too much man we'll be, we'll be on here all night that's all right hey. i don't have no time like, hey sometimes um, like you you had asked my schedule like this 10 times i went two or three days without sleep like from stocks then the kids got sports i can't miss none of their stuff you know what I'm saying? So I'll go to their stuff. If they got tournaments, they on different teams. If they play multiple grades, I'm helping coach those grades. Uh, where If they need me, then I'm back on the market or I'm recording a podcast. So before I know it, I didn't went two or three days with new with no sleep. And I got I got a newborn, too, just like him. Mine about <laughs> three months, three or four months. And uh, he run the house. So <laughs> Hey, I'll be really like, yo, like yo, so crazy, man. Zo was just sending us telegrams at two, three in the morning. <laughs> he he got a bottle in his hand on Snap at five in the morning, and then the <laughs> telegram is going off the entire day. And, I'm, you know, this, and then he posted he posted scores. Uh, he posted scores from AAU from the other three boys. <laughs> but we say all that to say, and I think that's why we always vibe and bond together. Is it ain't really. You have no room for excuses. Like I, it's hard for me to accept any excuse from anyone, because the most successful people that I know and the most successful people that I keep around me have schedules like him. So if he can do all that with three kids, four now, but this he was doing this with just with three boys, and we're not talking about kids as in you know old times in Africa where he has like he's involved practices and everything and and he coaches them and then drives the tournaments and takes them swimming in the summer like he's doing all that and he still finds time to handle his business and, and i think that's why i'm so hard on anyone that's around me and it comes off sometimes as rude or just it's the truth though i just can't deal with the excuses because i have to reflect on myself because i started making excuses about the market when i jumped out there with no due diligence no nothing just gambling and oh i ain't got the time to really look that up Man, I, I ain't got the time to do all this and this and that. No. And you really never going to have time to do anything, especially when you're an adult. You have to make the time. You know, you have to truly set aside the time to say, this is what I'm going to do during these hours. The only thing that can interrupt these hours would be obviously our responsibilities. The baby is up, sleep needs something or the kids, you know, something of that nature. But, you know, we ain't got time to watch power. You know, man, <laughs> block, block an hour. And I think everyone can... If you minimize your social media, you know, how many times you didn't surf the internet, if you take all that time and say, hey, I'm going to devote that time to looking up stocks, right? Or reading a book, right? Or even paper trading. Paper trading, uh, if, with the brokers like E-Trade, 
you're able actually once you set up an account, you they set up a fake account for you so you can trade every day without the stress of whether or not you feel like you're going up or down losing money. You know, so just take an hour a day, 30 minutes. Anything that's not considered a priority, remove that and say, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna be on social media. I'm gonna read this book. Or just look up one, one company a day. Look at the company, research the company, and just get in that habit. Start building those muscles, those skills, and and watch. It, it becomes addicting, you know, and go from there. Yeah. Yeah, and then and I think people don't realize, like, you, you have an hour. And I think me and Chris talked about it because we were talking about certain stuff and just trying to build the uh, Hustle Smarter umbrella a lot better. And we did what I took your advice, even with the podcast, even with the business. We just did it. Now we're in the refining process. Okay, what did we do wrong last year? Or not last year, but when we started, what did we miss? What opportunities? And we're kind of just refining it. And I told him, like, me, myself, personally, I, I, I gave myself two hours a day. Um, but I, I got my discipline level is at a very high level. But two hours a day, I'm on do not disturb. I'm at home, so you know the only thing that can disturb my do not disturb is the baby. But I'm at home. I'm upstairs. Um, two hours a day, and, and that two hours is not always fair. It's not always 10 a.m. to 12. Sometimes last night it was one to 3 a.m. You know, so you have to find that time because that's what separates winners from the losers. Um, even when I was you know getting started with the trucking company with my uh, my brother. I kept pushing little things off. I kept getting distracted. I was on the internet. I was on 2K. I was doing something that wasn't conducive to generating income. But here I am wanting to live a certain lifestyle and wanting to do certain things where I know that I didn't put in that tuition. I didn't put in those labor pains. And I, I'm going to call my. If I say anything, I'm going to call myself out on it. And I was getting yeah. frustrated because I think I was waiting for somebody to knock at my door and say, hey, here's everything you need. Let's roll. <laughs> um, and, and and just to not get into it deeply, but in the trucking, I didn't I didn't have a true mentor in it to call and say, look, this is where I'm stuck at. I put in, I would say, no, no one and a half, maybe two day, two hours, five, six days. A week later, we was rolling and I was just kicking myself in the ass like. I could have been did. I could have been did this. But it took me getting mad one to say, where am I going wrong? And then it took the accountability portion to say, I am the problem. <laughs> because I yeah. wasn't gonna pay that two thousand dollars for the course. Like you said, two thousand dollars go to some repairs on the truck or something that's be needed. And it sounds good, man. They they do great marketing. I'm a marketing guy. They're very great with their marketing. It, it kind of gets me. Uh, I'm about to buy that <laughs> Peter Popoff water tonight. <laughs> so 10 years in the game of trading. Let's get back to trading. <laughs> 10 years in the game of trading. You speak a lot on your why. Um, when did you say, it was a two-part question. When would you say you started seeing the upside of trading? Because I'm sure you probably quit 100 times within those 10 years. Or not quit, but you put it to the side. And you speak a lot on your why. Do you always come back to that to keep you going? So first question is, um, I, I probably saw instant gratification right away, but it was a curse. It was a curse because it makes you think everything's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it sets you up, you become overly confident. Oh, and I know what I'm doing and you don't keep working on those skills because it has worked for you right away. So I'm not going to act like, you know, I, I wasn't making money right away. Now, I when I start losing money, I, 
it, it, that's when I was like, I'm taking a break. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that happened early on. Like I probably quit. Like I probably, I've been doing it over 10 years and I want to say, let's say a safe estimate would be about 15, right? I, I, I've been around the market and probably those first five years, I stopped and started several times, but it was more because I took the market for granted, right? I was young. I had two jobs. Both jobs was paying very well. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been paying at the time I was paying taxes then. So <laughs> way more taxes when you, when you, you found you're like, man, they didn't took all this off my checks. But I, I, I was, I didn't have any kids. Right. So it was like, you're, you're making so much and they like, well, you need to give us more back. Um, but I was instantly making money. I started and stopped, but I just kept coming back to it. Like it just didn't, it didn't feel right. Cause I'm like, man, something's not right. You know, I'm, I'm working all this. I got all this stuff that I don't care about. You know what I'm saying? It's really to impress the girls who most of them, I don't remember. Um, and, and it just kept going. And I was like, let me dive deeper. Now, I start handling losses way better because I stopped looking at them as losses and I look at them as learning opportunities, right? So if I lost on a trade, it's what could I have done better? And so by understanding what could I have done better, it prepares you for times like now, you know what I'm saying? When you up substantially and then your one of your accounts drop massive, right? It's like, well, everything fundamentally is still the same. It's just a cycle right now and you got caught. So it's like, I ain't about to sell because the company fundamentally is still the same, you know? Um, so that that's the first part, right? It was instant gratification as far as me making money right away, but it was a curse because, you know, it made me think I was a stock guru, you know, from day one. And it's like, nah, like there's so, there's so many levels. It's like, Honestly, it's like a guy who can't shoot, hit that three and open gym, and you're like, this guy about to shoot all day now because he think he can shoot that thing, and he really can't. And that's and that's what happened. Now, as far as my wife, my wife motivates me. My wife motivates me for days, like every day. Like I think about my wife several times a day, you know, and I, I think I'm my hardest critic because my wife is, of course, my household, my family, right? If I can give my kids at an early age the ability to have freedom of time where they can chase and pursue whatever they want and shrink that time to say, hey, you don't have to, hey, I'm I'm under 40, right? So it's like, if you're able to do this by the time you're 25, ideally, I hope that you can pass that down to your kid when he gets his freedom of time at 21 and then 18, you know. So my wife is my, definitely my household. But besides that, it's, it's, we got to leave the world a better place. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, things get worse, but I think if we all figure out how to leave people, how to leave the world in a better place than when you first enter it, you know what I'm saying? Your, your impact is bigger. So my, my bigger why is trying to make a million millionaires straight up. And, the, the, and it goes from, if I help you, and put you on and your account blows up. Ideally, you help the next person and then you help the next person. And I might not be alive to see a million millionaires of our people that we're connected to, but 
the goal and the legacy will continue and will be constantly spoken about. So that's a long-winded answer for you. Nah, that's fire, though. <laughs> hey, AG, hit them hand claps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, standing ovation, man. I wish you had the legal rights to play Jeezy standing ovation. I'd have dropped it right now, man. Oh, man, that's so big, the million millionaires. So I think... And I think Chris is starting to see the pattern of some of the stuff I tell him with the passion and stuff because I see it how you see it. And and it's just, if I can take someone from North Lawrence and change their whole mindset on budgeting and just a simple part of that, when they do meet that stock whisper, when they do meet someone who is in a position to help them go to that next level, one, they're prepared, and two, they don't think it's a scam. They don't think it's something to be scared of. And I think that's the biggest thing with our coach. Like, we started the Hustle Nines podcast. We kind of started out like we wanted to hit on certain topics about budgeting and stuff because ultimately the ultimate goal was to market our budgeting and financial products to the people and letting them hear us out. And then we started kind of getting into some life stuff because ultimately in the grand scheme of things, they all come in together, right? So if we do an episode on discipline and we talk about people doing things crazy, it's the same way with money. It's the same way. If you if you don't want to put in the work to learn a new skill, you won't generate more money. If you don't put in the work to make sure your household's good, you're going to have a unpeaceful household. So I think it all worked out, and, and that really stemmed from that conversation back before we started, and you told me to get all the equipment that I needed. Just go do it. And then we're starting to see the, the benefits of it, right? And it's like, man, it... It, the best advice I've ever had and the best advice I give out now is just do it. You'll figure it out along the way. You'll refine. It's the same way. The same way, you know, me and Chris kind of talk every week or weekly on certain things with what we're doing. And and we, I, what I love is the accountability portion. I know I'm not always right. I know I'm hard and demanding. I could be, I could be bad to deal with sometimes. I'm, I'm sure. Um, but I'm, I'm going to call myself out on whatever I do wrong. Also, same thing with the market. I don't take a L as a loss. I take it as a lesson. What did I do wrong? And you, I think that's the, I, I would honestly, Chris, would you agree that the biggest problem our culture have in the market is they get in, they go in instant gratification and they think that is the market forever. Would, would you, I would, I would say that might be the biggest issue we're dealing with right now. Um, yeah. Um, for my, I can speak, um, uh, for my age and older, um, uh, cause I've been pushing the market for a minute. Um, and I don't need, and I don't even need, I want everybody to hear this right now. Like it's no excuse. Um, everybody to hear this right now. Like it's no excuse. Um, this man just said he, he wakes up three to four hours early to get y'all the game for free. So I want y'all to look at it. Like you don't even like, I feel like everybody should have a plan. Right. I always tell people when they ask me, what should I do when I trade? I say, you got to know, what kind of trader or investor you want to be and how much time you got. Everybody don't got the time to be a day trader right now because you still taking the money from your nine to five. You know what I'm saying? You're on a slave so ship. The money that you need to make, it may not be in a day trade. You may need to just wake up and listen and buy the telegram and shut up and wait for the money. Hold to on, come. bro. You don't have to buy the telegram. Well, no, not, not by the telegram. Oh. <laughs> I mean, by the stock. Oh, okay. I'm about to say a stock like, whisper is for the people, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, everybody get caught up. Um, yeah. I mean, we could keep saying it. Uh, delayed and instant gratification. Everybody get caught up. Everybody look at options and think that's the only way to make money. Everybody don't want to look at the ugly, uh, at the annual 10% uh, return of just the ETF. Uh, we just want you to invest, period. Um, whether it's OTC, whether it's the ETF, whether it's your TSP, 
Um, whether whatever it is, you should be investing your money and everybody has a route that they're going to take. Like he said, you find your trading plan and it may be on the big board. But if you're going to go that route, you got to know that you got to be locked in. It's got to be locked in. Like I talked to my supervisor. She was um, trying to trade options. I said, look, you don't need to move the options yet because you ain't study. You tell me how to read this chart. Tell me tell me what an option is like. No, you need to start from ground one. And if and I I think a, a good ground one is the OTC or you just compound investing. I like I like the OTC. I like yeah. I like the OTC for like, like the the price you can buy and the yeah, risk the you can take. You can buy. And and um after me and you had the argument and I really argued it was a conversation. Nah, it was I mean, hey, I mean, you I mean, missed it, man. Me and him was going at it, yo. We was talking you know, about like because I'm OTC. I'm OTC all in now because yeah, I okay. I won. I did my due diligence and I've seen it work. My process works. That process may still work on the big board, but why stretch myself to pay $500 for three shares of a big board when I can get $3 million and something that's in triples? <laughs> yeah. And it- so, but Chris said, Chris said uh, some, some good points. One, invest in wherever you do invest, but not only invest, know and understand what you're investing in and how your money's worth. Like, like, like TSPs, I know the military, like they force y'all to do them as far as those type of retirement plans. Those retirement plans, as far as the governance around them, are one of the worst. Like if you look as far as the rules, as far as how you get it, what you can invest in, it's one of the worst. But at least you're already getting that habit of putting the money there. Now, a lot of y'all probably have financial advisors on your TSP and never spoke to your financial advisor. Your financial <laughs> advisor on that account is getting a percentage on your own account and you don't even realize it, but how many times have you held him accountable or her accountable? And it's like, Hey, can we talk about my goals? You know what I'm saying? Because when you pick these plans, especially like a 401k, a TSP, like I, you know, I have a Roth IRA. I have these IRAs and things like that, but I like to put them in stock versus the mutual funds are cool. You know what I'm saying? But you got to constantly, understand how a mutual fund work, right? If you have an advisor, hold them accountable. They're getting paid on your account. So hold them accountable with that. Now with the big boards, like it was a few episodes I was talking to Calvin. Nobody liked Tesla when I tell them about that $50, but it's a very appealing at 1160. Hey, <laughs> hey, I just, I just texted my, uh, my flight chief. <laughs> I'm like, uh, he's asking me about like stock or crypto or whatever. And I'm like, you know, don't be like the, the everybody on social media. You wait till they run up and now I look good. Yeah. And then when you go back down, now you sell. Now you lost and now you quit. Well, now, definitely. I honestly, big boards, the biggest transfer of wealth is always an impatient to the patient. It always happens every recession, every time something go bad. So when if something goes bad, we about due for a correction. This is what's gonna happen. We're gonna have a correction on the big boards and on the small caps. If you're not a day trader, the market, when it pulls back, I can't say when, it, it, it may be five years from seven for years from now. Right now they pumping so much money to hold it up. When that correction happens, any money you have set in the side, when things start tanking, once you see about some kind of bottom, you can scale in. Scale in is basically like if you have 20 grand, and you say, hey, I want to buy Tesla. Instead of you trying to figure out what's the bottom, maybe every every so often you just put a G in. 
And then before you know it, you didn't hit the bottom. So when that bounce happens, think about other people who bought Tesla at $50, $60. They did a forward split and it's still over $1,200. I mean, it still hit $1,200 not too long ago before Elon starts selling shares to pay a tax bill and to reduce paying more taxes. You know what I'm saying? So big boards, there's so many ways to play it. You don't even have to be a day trader. Like you said on your, you know, your podcast, you, you want to just enlighten them and bring it to their attention. Like, look, stop blowing all your money on things that's not bringing value, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, if you got an addiction, and I ain't saying stop your addiction. Cut it in half and put the other in, in the market. Like, whatever your addiction is, it could be good or bad. That's not my job to judge. Uh and, and that ain't me, but don't, <laughs> I don't like know none of the plans. It's just understanding how your money works. Like if you're putting in 401ks, you're putting in TSPs, understand why you're investing in it. Understand your, uh, have a, a relationship with your financial advisor because most of them are collecting money and ain't talked to none of y'all, you know, and go from there. And, and do the research. I mean, uh, we, we talked about it before. I wasn't always a big guy in the stock market investing, but I've always been invested in something. I've always had something where I can get my money back into it some way, somehow. It may not be full return, but and some of it was on purpose, and some of it was very uh, methodical. Like you know, I did have this mindset that I'm gonna get all the shoes that I want, and and that was gonna be an investment because I wasn't going into TSP. And we talked about it on, on a stock whisper episode where. The older guys when I was coming up was like gatekeepers. They didn't want to tell you what to do, but then they wanted to tell you don't buy shoes. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me nothing better to do. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> so I always had this mindset: if I ever was to get in a jam, I would just sell all my shoes. And when I wanted to get 100 percent debt free, I sold about half of my collection. Um, it wasn't for top dollar, but they were dollars. I was going, <laughs> man. I was at the post office every day. Uh, it was like, man, it, and I'm like, they really gonna buy these for 200? Like, I, I wore these. Like, I wear my shoes. Like, <laughs> um. What would you tell someone right now who's listening? Uh, what besides giving them what we, you already have? We're gonna give them the telegram. We're gonna give them the, the, the uh, podcast. We're gonna give them everything that we already give give it out. What would you? Well, you know what? I'll, go ahead. What would you tell them right now? Because I know you have a great saying that I like to use too. Uh, I think you said I don't beg anybody to invest or do something. Quote me on that. What you said? I, I remember somebody saying, "Well, what should I? I'm scared to invest." And you're like, "I'm, I'm not trying to." Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mess up the quote. I can't remember it. But now, it's basically, I'm gonna invest in trade regardless. I, you know, regardless if you follow the Telegram, you you do or you don't. I it don't impact me. My my thing is just to wear uh raise awareness. You know. Just like time in the market, it might not be the right time for you to, to invest in the market, but you can use this time to become a student of the market. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm not trying to sell you nothing. Uh, regardless, I'm a trade. I'm going to do me. So with your success, don't is not dependent on me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, your success don't affect me in that way as far as like, oh, man, I get paid a commission you know, off which you make. Nah, I don't get any of that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had companies come on and try to reach out to me and be like, hey, can we be on your podcast? And I and and I don't cross that path as far as I don't need that relationship with no company because then, you know, they they 
you know, they might try to pay you in shares or they might try to, you know, now I feel like you're working for them. And it's like, now this, my stuff is strictly for the people who, who truly want to learn. Ideally, probably next summer, I'm, I'm planning on starting to do small seminars. I want to educate and create a smaller curriculum for middle school and high school students. Uh, I'm tired of them teaching us Christopher Columbus, but won't teach us our taxes. They won't teach us how to. Oh my God. That's a whole, <laughs> Hey, that's a whole other episode. Man. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm over here. I'm over here looking at the time. Like we right at about an hour. I'll make this a two part series. You about to have five parts <laughs> hey, to this thing, man. Hey, don't even get started on that, man. That's, 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 that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm working on a, a few things, even a children's book, you know, to introduce the market with uh, Bam Bam, you know, Bam Bam, he even, he's he's the, my third, the, my third boy, but he, he has a, a financial um, acumen, right, uh, that he likes and he, he has some interest in the market. So we did an episode of just basic stuff he knows and he, he just turned eight. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to write a children's book together just to just to get that out there. But at the end of the day, man, invest. Uh, don't be scared to lose money. Hell, you're losing it anyway when you go buy 10, 11 things that you ain't going to get no return on. So you might as well take the opportunity to figure out how to make your money make uh, work for you, though. Hey. Hey. <laughs> What you got, Chris? We, we might, I might have to come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm looking, look, I'm looking. I'm like, man, we was doing real good with the 30, 35. I dropped two oh, of these no. joints back to back because we kind of, we went from the investment, we went in some good, we're we going to do the cutting. We got, we got a long night ahead of us. Hey, I don't, I don't think we need no cutting. It's just, like, it's just fire. It's just, and, and it's kind of, I think that's everything you need to hear from, you know, investing <laughs> perspective, but life perspective and really, um, holding yourself accountable, looking yourself in the mirror. Yeah, and I think and what it is 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 we'll say kind of we'll, we'll we'll mirror what he said too. Whether you listen to the whole hour of this fire or not, it ain't gonna stop him from investing. It ain't gonna stop me from investing. <laughs> it's not gonna stop anything. Uh, we want you to hear it though. That's why we put it out to you. We want you to listen. And, and yeah, he said, uh, "Not to cut you off." Go ahead. I got yeah. Every person that you see on the internet right now, after they give you that hour worth of free game. It's some more to come with it. It's okay, a sale. Now pay, now pay me two ninety nine. I'm gonna really give you everything I know. Now he give me everything he know off the top. So my only thing with that is, like, I have a master's in marketing, so I understand the technique. It is a sharp technique. Uh, they'll tell you in marketing school that you always want to get someone on a subscription because people forget if it's twenty five dollars another, they normally forget that they're paying it monthly. Um, and then they also say different kind of videos and reels. So like I was working on a reel for the last two weeks. I was just playing with it, just trying to feel like the podcast. I'm just having fun with it. I ain't got time for all that. Like I, that. That marketing budget that they spend to get that much people to join, that budget is ridiculous. Um, we ran a couple ads just playing with it on Facebook for like $60 or something like that. I don't know what the analytics was on if it was successful or not. But if I had to pay 60 for that little bit I did for three to four days, you got cats on there who ads never come off of social media. So they have a huge marketing budget. So they have to sell those courses at those premium prices. The point I'm stressing is that, like, you're not going to find we're not going to find another guy like here on this episode. Yes, you will. His brother. But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm saying like you know what I'm hey, saying, the, the BMF like, of the stocks, man. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, like people people like him really exist. Like he he's genuinely honest and he's genuinely trying to help the people and like you got to appreciate that.
And like like we always say, man, we like we give we about to give them all these flowers, man. You here? We don't want to say all this on your wall, on your Facebook wall, you know. And you know, something was to happen to you, God forbid. Just, you here? Everybody's listening. Um, you listening to me? I don't get impressed by a lot of things or people. I'm like ninety five percent unimpressed and and not caring and unbothered all the time. But I actually, you know, uh, I don't like the word idolize, but. I look up to them. The respect level is at an all-time high, um, even just from, one, putting me on game to something years ago that I kind of threw away, like most people do in our culture. Somebody talking about something that could benefit them and, and elevate them, and it, it just doesn't sound right at the time. And then allowing me to kind of practice, and not even practice, but put me on his his platform is huge at the time when I spoke on it. Like, man, you got, look, got grandma here? Um, so we, we, you know what I'm saying? So... Man, it's just it's just a blessing to be able to meet those people. And, and, and you know, um, and I think it comes back to uh, Zoe uh, is uh, what I do. I actually talk about the money with passion. I've been through the trials and tribulations of money and everything that come along with it. Um, let's wrap this thing up, though, because, I mean, we'll go for another two hours. I don't got nothing to do. I'm just getting started. I'm starting to sweat a little. <laughs> Anything you got before we roll out? Stock whisper? Uh, no, nah, not really. I mean... You know, we got the podcast going. Yeah, I got you know, I got the the symbol trademark, so we gonna work on some stuff. And I need to get with y'all anyway and order. You know, my my hustle gear. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. They come in kids sizes because you know they they can wear them too. Got they don't, all that. We can be the first ones, but one of ones. <laughs> right now, though, it's just in. Uh, just keep educating people. And then as things continue to grow, the market of bounce, uh, a lot of people, you know, who, who are struggling with handling dips. Once it bounces, uh, I think I'll be able to sleep more better for them when I do sleep. Cause a lot of times I'm, I'm okay when they lose, you know, cause it's, it's, it's understanding their loss. But like you said, when first one start, when they first start and they see their account dip, I feel bad for them because a lot of, a lot of people quit, right? Most traders quit within a six-month period of time. That's why they fail. You only fail when you quit. So long as you keep at it, eventually you're going to perfect a craft that works for you. And so many people think, oh, I need X amount of dollars. You don't. A uh, hundred a day is two grand extra a month, right? So even if you make a, a small amount a day, it all adds up. For me, when I start day trading, to perfect my craft, I said a thousand a day. It's twenty trading days, right, in a month. So that's twenty grand extra, and then that adds up. Now I'm like, shoot, I want ten or twenty grand a month. I mean, ten or twenty thousand a day just off day trades, right? So, so I, I perfected a craft that I'm comfortable with, where I'm playing certain ranges, right? And we and I create a podcast that explains the day trading because as the OT shifts, I want people to still be able to make money. So now I'm starting to break down charts, right? Here's like, I, I did one about RSIs. Now I'm going to do one about VWAP and I drop a gym right now. You know, there's a ton of charts, right? There's a ton of things you can try to understand, but to keep it simple, if you trade around what they call the VWAP and you don't even have to figure out what it is, you pull up your chart, you go to uh, market indicators Go down to the V's, click on VWAP, it'll give you a line, right? So as as everything's going up and people are trying to figure out when to buy, if you buy around that VWAP line, a lot of times there's going to be some kind of pop, right? 
And you just play that puck over and over again throughout the day. Boom. And and before you know it, you're like, now I need made $10. And then you do it. I need made $20. That's $30 combined. And it all adds up. So we just got to get out of perception. You need a lot of money to make a lot of money. You just need it. You just need discipline to make a lot of money. And you just go from there. So. <laughs> Man, that was fire. Before we get off to here, I just want to say that he's not lying. Like, every every um trading slump that he talking about like that's what i'm in right now um i started trading a year ago you good oh yeah like every every trading slump he talking about like i've been through that um uh, and i'm not on his level in no way form shape or passion but i'm that trader who started last year made a lot of money thought i knew what i was doing the beginning of this year and got whooped <laughs> and then I quit, but now I'm I'm back and uh, and I'm I'm motivated. I'm ready. I ain't I ain't gonna quit. I'm I'm gonna be a 10, 20 years, thirty years trading. Yes, sir. So, um, that's yeah. Before we know it, y'all gonna be trading OTC. Y'all gonna be trading big boards. We gonna keep it on the Telegram. Like I'm gonna be starting to share even my big board ideas ranges. Right. So if it if if it goes here, I think it's gonna go at a dollar fifty two dollars. So now it gives you an idea, like. I don't need the whole range. I might want to play 50 cent range, you know, or things as far as like, hey, I'm looking at this stock and I think it might go up 30 cent and 30 cent don't seem a lot, but depending on what you put in, 30 cent can add up. So just food for thought. My thing is the more and more people are who are comfortable trading across all platforms and, uh, you know, exchanges, they can make money different ways and they can uh, get, get away from these nine to fives if that's not their passion, you know. True. Cool, man. We appreciate you taking your time, and we know you got a busy schedule. You can get you a couple hours in before you get back up to do your thing. If you even go to sleep, um, I ain't going. To sleep. Yeah, we'll get you back on here for sure. I mean, we family. We're gonna definitely lock in, hustle smarter with the little time symbol, stock whisper. We all collaborate. We all family. It's all love. Um, anybody who come to me about anything stocks, I just send them your podcast. I'm not finna talk to you all day and explain it when he already made you 99 episodes and counting on how to explain it. And the thing about the stuff that you talk about is it can be translated to any board. It's just a simple product. Um, yep. Cool, man. Well, appreciate it. We out. We're going to drop this thing. It's 10 now. We're going to drop. Hey, if you listen, it might be a little. They might drop by 1230. But I ain't stopping. I'm going to cut it up all right now. I'm about to put the other headset on and get it to work. But cool, man. We out, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you and bye, man. Yes, sir. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. We'll catch you next time.